Local stories are stories of God's grace at work in the lives of those who are a part of local church St. Pete. We want to highlight his activity and celebrate his grace. Enjoy this story. Hello, uh, my name is Shirley. I grew up in mainland China. For a very long, early, for a very early age, the school system teaches and trains you to be an atheist. I learned evolution, Big Bang Theory, and I believe this earth came into existence by pure coincidence. I held this belief that we humans are the type of creatures that needed to seek patterns and meanings. But unfortunately, we got thrown into this meaningless world. So that's why religions were created. Religions were born out our need to deal with our existential crisis of merely being alive. Throughout my life, I was always seeking and looking for answers, but never knowing the question I needed to answer. I looked to philosophy, psychology, and I feel to find answers to the unknown question. I could say my journey has been a lifelong in nature, but the starting point of change came in 2016. After 10 years working for a state-owned company, I decided that I need to leave China. I went to Durham University to pursue my MBA in the UK. I picked St. John's College as my accommodation college. This very religious college did not change me. I married to a Christian man. This did not change me. In 2018, we moved here to this beautiful city by Gulf. I was also in a state of mental exhaustion. I went to a counselor close to my home, and she turned out to be a Christian faith-based counselor. That did not change me. During my job search, I was admitted to a program called Transition Masters, which is run by Christian faith-based retired executives that help job seekers sharpening their job searching skills. But they did not change me either. When the pandemic hit, all these activities stopped. My networking events, my job interviews, in the 15 months since I moved to the US, I have completed seven accounting classes to be eligible to sit for Florida CPA exam. I started my own company. I finished five professional certifications and much more. I was drowning under so many things, yet I didn't understand why. I felt life, like the more I did, the more I was failing at life and falling behind. My husband, the forever constant optimist, sat me down and said, you know what's your problem? You're always trying to solve everything by yourself. I had no clue. Since one being independent is a flaw, and who else is gonna solve it if it's not me? So I saw the lockdown as a break. That's when the first piece of transformation fell into place. I was scrolling my phone, and the ever bought some YouTube algorithm sent me this clip. You know, most Nobel Prize winners and scientists are Christians. Boom. 
My foundation of thinking, you can only be either the person of science or the person of faith, has finally shaken. So I thought there was no way I know better than those people. And I started to talk to my husband about his face. And to the YouTube we went. We started watching these uh, videos about the children, Bible stories, and I started to learn the foundation of faith as a Christianity. More pieces falling into place now. Then a sleepless night in March 2020, I decided to organize my podcast subscriptions. <laughs> Look at all the business-related podcast subscription. All of a sudden, I decided to search for a Bible reading program. And I started to play one-year reading program, and I committed to do it. I don't remember all the details, but I do remember it made me burst into happiness tears. At 4 a.m., in the midst of a pandemic, jobless and exhausted mind, I kneeled down and I felt being comfort. And thus, a new quest for answer. But this time, I knew the question. What does it mean to have faith? As I grew in my understanding of faith and belief, and started to understand what was meant by, I can't do everything alone. After a year of church shopping, we started to come to local church St. P. My husband and I decided to pursue membership. During my sit-down session with Mark, he asked if I had been baptized. I said no. And he encouraged me to pray over it. Susie invited me to the women's discipleship group. I talked to her about baptism, and she asked me, why you want to be baptized? This is what I said. It might be an inadequate analogy. Imagine two lovers having this argument over if they should get married. One side of argument is saying, if I love you, I would like to spend my, rest of my life with you. Why bother a piece of a government paper or a ceremony? The other side of this argument is said, why not? So, baptism is my commitment and a symbolic moment that I completely surrender every aspect of my life to the Lord. I believe he will give me supernatural wisdom on my decision makings, even if it sounds counterintuitive at the time. I believe his provision will give me endless resources to the path he directs me to go down. As a reborn person, I'm saved from hopelessness, meaninglessness, and emptiness. I have been given love, joy, and endurance for this earthly life and eternity in his kingdom. But my journey has just started. It's a constant practice of depending on the Father, seeking reconciliation with the Son, and walking with the Spirit. All this small and big experience in my life, all the people I have encountered are like puzzle pieces that laid a path to Christ. So I leave you with this. If you go out there and share gospel with somebody, it feels like it did nothing to that person. Don't feel discouraged because your calling may merely be planting the seeds.
Somebody else will water it. Somebody else will harvest it. Thank you.